Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Is love not enough? Like it must be. Hello, this is Ken Decker. And I'm Yetta Decker. And we're excited to be with you with another episode of the Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tools that we all need, you, I, everyone, to turn our house to home and where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. When I give them love, it should be enough. It's all it should take, right? Well, there's a song about that. All I need is love. Exactly. So it's I don't understand true. what the problem is. It's not true. What are we going to learn in this episode? We're going to learn that respect is important. To? To a man, mostly. But not a, not, not 100%. I don't like being disrespectful. No, you We're don't want to be disrespected. Right but now. you want to be loved first. I do. So we're going to chat about love and respect. And I think that song and many others sing about love. I haven't, well, there is the R-E-S-P-C-E-T yeah. song about respect. I can't there, get, no. Satisfaction. That satisfaction. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> satisfaction yeah, that's, that's my is, music repertoire. It's a good thing I'm a real estate agent, not a musician. It's a very good thing. <laughs> He's got lots of strategies for real estate, not so many for the song to choose. But there is a respect song. And yet the fact that we can say there is a respect song and we try and come up with a second one and we get a satisfaction song. Because respect is satisfying to me. It, I, and I get that. And yet if we were starting to sing love songs, I bet every single human could come up with 10 or 15 or 20 or 30. The litany, if you were given an opportunity, would just flow with love songs because we are told that all you need is love. And I think for women, and uh, we're going to do some generalization here. So right now, don't turn off the radio. Don't say, (laughs) what are you two doing? How dare you generalize? It's not that I don't desire respect and it's not that Ken doesn't desire love. And generally, men and women function a little differently in this area. And I tend to find it easier, more natural, Mm -hmm. more simple to simply show love. Nurturing, loving kindness is easier because I didn't grow up being told what it looked like to respect someone in the same way that I was raised to love someone. Yeah. And I think you'll see that in children. And if mm. you have children, you'll notice. Or maybe and you, if were you were a child. One, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so let's say the playground, you accidentally hurt somebody. A boy will typically, when told to say sorry. When told? When told to say sorry. Will usually not make eye contact. They'll be looking down. They'll kick in the sand. They'll 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 say they're sorry. And typically, if it's two boys, they'll be like they might even gone to fisticuffs, but they'll be best friends after. 
And for ladies, typically, they want to make eye contact. They want to get look in your me, face. Baby, they want to get in me. your in your craw, so to speak. And then even wanna, the things that you call it, it's well, just being connected, <laughs> like. So the language and the association to it is actually different, generally speaking. But, you know, you go to a a little bistro and you see two men. They're not typically... They're not sitting eyeball to eyeball staring into each No, they're probably sitting side to side at the bar or at the bistro bar or whatever. Or they're looking outside. They're, They're not typically going to be at a little round table looking in each other's eyes. Right. Whereas women would tend to. So, and that's respect and love. It's not that love is face to face and respect is side by side, but there is an element of Mm -hmm. that we want for different things and different things are just more natural for us. And when we don't get what we Mm -hmm. want, that's when the cart goes off the rails. Right. Because when I don't act loving to you, has that ever happened? It happens, and okay. it has happened. It may happen again. That's not my intention, but it can happen. Did it happen don't today? Act. No. <laughs> well, we could I'm, have. I'm a... living in denial, but it's okay. When when I act unloving towards you in my actions, my thoughts, my my um, words or lack thereof words, right. that can feel unloving, and mm-hmm. sometimes you will act disrespectful in return. Right. And I think a lot of the confusion comes from, because when I first heard this teaching about almost 30 years ago now, I was like very confused. I thought, I love you and I love you pretty darn good. So I don't know what the problem is here. Mm. And yet there was a significant problem because when I do a loving thing, it doesn't necessarily feel respectful. Right. Yes. And the man just craves respect. When he, Typically, if he goes to work, he gets respect by his peers. And if two men are fighting, they will walk away out of respect. Because mm. if they go face to face, they may fight. Right. And the energy gets hot. Yeah. And yeah. with a woman, if, we, if two women have a fight... They want to get face to face and solve it. And one of them will chase or the heart other. To heart. heart to heart. Like there's even been times where somebody said, you know, we have a tough conversation to be had. I don't want to have it on the phone. I don't want to have it on Zoom. I don't want to have it online. We live close enough. Let's get together and have this conversation heart to heart in the same room. Yeah. And so when a, when a husband and wife or a couple fight, sometimes the man needs to withdraw out of respect but to the woman that feels unloving it does and the woman will chase sometimes the man when he retreats and that feels disrespectful and even in work like this isn't just a love relationship conversation we have lots of clients that we work with both in at double decker and at decker team and at solid rock and Mm. even in a professional situation, a woman would be more inclined to want to solve the issue and do the loving thing. And her male counterpart would be more inclined to do the respectful thing and separate so that we can talk through this in a calm, 
fashion yeah. with not so much emotion maybe attached. Yeah. And I remember a long time ago when the kids were small and I didn't have a hold of my understanding of respect and I just wanted respect from children and I would get mm -hmm. angry because I would it. demand respect, yeah. positional respect. And so we're going to, you know, this is an interesting topic. It can get real, real deep. This is not a one and done. This is a let's kind of expose the challenge. Mm -hmm. And then over the course of the next weeks and months and even years, we'll continue. Because this is the conversation we've been having for 30 years. So we're probably not going to wrap it in 10 minutes. <laughs> and so respect not that women do not really need respect and not that men do not need love. It's just one comes more naturally to women and one comes more naturally to men as a whole conversation. Yep. As a generality for yeah. sure. And you know what? Respect. It is the true foundation mm. of genuine harmony. Mm. Do I really have to earn respect? I would think so. You know, we've created for you over 423 episodes of Life's Inside Track, where we learn how to actually love and respect each other more, <laughs> how we actually strengthen, heal, and flourish in our relationships, even build our faith, even get a handle on our finances, and have some fun from time to time. And the great news is you can access them from home, the office, or on the go. So the question is, do I have to earn respect? I would say, yeah. I would say no. No? No, I don't have to earn respect. I deserve respect. Okay, so in this episode, what you're going to learn is that we desire, <laughs> and there is a way to provide unconditional respect, just like there is a way to deliver unconditional love. Is there really unconditional love? Because I haven't seen it other than God. And I think sometimes a parent has unconditional love for kids. We love our kids even when they do not nice things or they, they disappoint us. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is it love when you kick them out of the house or disown them from the family because of their behavior? Sometimes there's a whole thing about tough love. Enabling isn't love either. Okay. Tell me more. Well, I think the whole conversation of unconditional causes us to go down a path that is actually really confusing. What is unconditional? Is there yeah. no framework? Is there no boundaries? Is there, and if we're asking it around love, let's have the conversation about respect too. Ah, so I think we get to respect boundaries to show our love. Mm. How about that? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> untypical to actually oh, wholeheartedly with no boundaries in place, be able to Respect or love another. Mm. That's deep. Right. And so <laughs> if respect has to be earned, then love has to be earned. And yet because we are, we deserve to be loved and we deserve to be respected. So Not because of our actions. Mm -hmm. So let's 
Let's say someone, when we were working retail uh, many, many blue moons ago, and someone would come in and they were upset because their product broke or the piece was missing when they got home or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be, and they are yelling, maybe being belligerent, maybe um, just not being nice, not right. being respectful or to, to me or the person behind the counter. Right. Does that give that person the right to be disrespectful back? Well, here's the gig. And you've probably experienced this in your own, own home because whether it was in a store or whether it's at home, in the past, I would <laughs> often, more often than I'd like to admit, retaliate or react or respond because I wasn't thinking I'm out to get you, except I would respond or react in like kind. So I would then become disrespectful, maybe not as I worked in retail. I had learned how to navigate that situation <laughs> and learned how to reel it back. But have you ever noticed that the closer you are to someone, the less self-control, the less responsible we tend to be for our reaction, or at least that was me. And so we have a tendency, the closer we are to someone, the more to let them have it and the less connected we are the more we seem to be able to use restraint. Have you ever found yourself like losing restraint mm -hmm. and being disrespectful, even though it wasn't the right thing to do? Right. So keeping our respect sometimes can be easier with strangers than with loved ones. Much easier. Much easier. Well, it is because oh. they don't know how. Uh, but aren't I more important to you than a stranger? You are. It gets complicated, like I said. This is a complicated one. And yet, as soon as I act disrespectfully and or unloving, because he needs to earn it by being respectful and loving toward me, it escalates. It gets mm. out of control, and all bets are off as to where it's going to go. Right. Now, these are principles like gravity. Yeah. You can use gravity to your advantage. <laughs> or to your disadvantage. Like if you're falling off a roof, it might be to your disadvantage. Yep. If you're going to walk down the street or go jogging, gravity's to your advantage, right? If you're going to exercise and do push-ups, gravity is to your advantage because it's strengthening your muscles to be able to push against gravity and push your body up. Right. And so, right. And Ah, this one here, I think a lot of times we can get into arguments. We had a recently, we had a coaching client and as we were talking about this concept of love and respect, it was totally new to her. She goes, well, I act nice. That That's my coworker. My boss actually makes me crazy. I don't respect him. Like point blank. I don't respect him. I don't agree with his values. I don't agree with how he runs the business. I don't respect him. And so there was a lot of conflict. Mm -hmm. And so we tend to create conflict when we don't feel respect for the person simply because they're right. another human being on the planet. Right. In this case, she had a little bit of respect because of his position mm -hmm. and actually some disrespect because he did have authority over her because it was his business, his building. She was like a subcontractor underneath. Right. And what we did was we said to her, okay, we want you, what things can you respect about him? Like, you know, did he take a chance when he opened the business? Did he risk his livelihood to rent a space 
right? Did he, you know, does he show up to work every day? Does he manage the finances? Does he keep the hydro on and the lights on and the and heat on? And does he on? offer you opportunity that yeah. you wouldn't otherwise have? Yeah. And are there clients there that you've received because you're underneath the umbrella of his business? Right. And all those things were yes, 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 yes. Right. And so we said, okay, let's do a respect test because she had something that she was dreading talking to him about, something that she wanted to do, but felt he might think she wasn't allowed or he'd want part of the money because it wasn't really falling underneath that business model. It was a separate business model. And then what she did was she told him all the things she respected about him first. And and then she said, this is what I would like to do. And I wanted to honor you and let you know about it before you heard about it. So there'd be no misunderstandings because I really respect you. And two things happened. Mind-blowing. Like when she came back on the call the following week, she couldn't believe because she'd never heard the concept of respecting unconditionally and finding the things you could respect for. And what happened was she actually respected him and he gave her everything she wanted and her opinion of him actually changed. His listening opened up and her opinion changed. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. So anytime you want to try the respect test, do it. It's <laughs> a really cool, cool experience. It yeah. takes courage and it's worth it. Love and respect is, is the, the perfect, perfect pair. pair. We've enjoyed for over 30 years helping you sell and buy real estate as well as come alongside you making house home, handling money so that you can build wealth building your faith, and even, this is the one for today, even heal, strengthen, and flourish relationships. So 30 years of helping you build life and home and family. Hmm. So have you ever put on a glove yet? And it fits really well? Yeah, once or twice. Well, normally it's hard for you because the fingers are usually a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually. I got short little fingers, but that's yeah, not okay. with those nails on, though. I know it so, helps. Love and respect go together like a hand and glove. Mm. They fit together perfectly, and you really can't talk about one without the other in the in the area of relationships. Right, and this is relationship. Whether we're talking husband and wife, because maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, "I'm not married. I'm not in an intimate relationship." Here's the reality. Whether you are in one or you will be in one or you have a work relationship or you have a father-daughter or son-mother or any co-worker, sibling, any relationship where there are males and females, there are some intrinsic things that tend to, in general sense, be more important to a man and certain things that are more important to a woman. The interesting piece is loving a loving a woman, mm -hmm. right? If a man does that well, yeah, will cause the woman to respect her man more, right? And cause a woman who respects her man mm. will cause him to love her more, right? And the reverse is also because when we act unloving. Sometimes the woman will act disrespectful. 
And if the woman is disrespectful, the man will react in an unloving way, or at least a way that is perceived unloving. Right. That's an important piece here. It's the perception. It's the perception. Actually, it's the perception. And I said that that. (laughs) three times because what I was thinking about was when it comes to real estate, there's three things to consider. We all know that there's location. The second thing's location. And the third thing's location. When it comes to the conversation of love and respect, it's not that I don't perceive I'm respecting my business partner. And it isn't that my son doesn't perceive he's acting loving toward me. It's that what is the perception of the person that's receiving Mm. the love or the respect? And so it's on that same plane. Yes. And even if you disagree with that person's receiving of what you're giving. Right. It doesn't matter. It's their truth. It's 100% their truth because it's their perception. So how they receive it is, this is going to get really deep. It's the responsibility of the giver to make sure that the receiver receives it appropriately. So if you, even though you have background, you have history, you have all kinds of filters that you receive and perceive through, I have the responsibility of understanding that and making sure that my message gets through to you in the way that it's meant to and not be misperceived. Right. And then it's also the responsibility of the receiver to check their perception, check if Mm. there's accuracy in their perception. So if Ken... Yeah, I'll write you out. If Ken... (laughs) Oh, no, here we go. (laughs) If Ken and I are preparing to connect with you on an episode of Life's Inside Track, he knows what it takes for me to feel prepared. And feeling prepared is part of me feeling loved. And in fact, even part of me feeling respected. So if he doesn't do that in a way that makes me feel good, do I now get to be nasty? Do I get to be ill-tempered or do I simply recognize that you're attempting to be as prepared as you like to be and that you're attempting to give me what I would like? Yeah, and I think what you're talking about is is judging the person's heart mm-hmm. even more than their words. And I had it said to me once by someone that she said to her father, Speak to my heart, not to my ears. Mm. And that was a big awakening for him because he was recognizing that he, there wasn't really anything wrong with what he was saying, but it wasn't being received properly or perceived properly because of the way he was saying it. Right. So back to perception. And so this is this is one of those topics that we bantered a lot about. Would we actually have it out loud with you? Would we actually take it out of the confines of our home, this conversation, let the camera turn on and still connect with you around this? Yeah, because love and respect mm. are so important. And what I found is, and, and we've seen history of it, and it's read in the textbooks, is if you don't respect me, 
facts. There may be some young lady at the office. She might not even be that young. She might not be. Because you're not that young anymore. Oh, give it a break, honey. <laughs> but she may respect my authority. She may respect my business acumen. She may expect respect my uh, experience or even respect the fact that I have money, that I have a car and a house and different things. And suddenly... She starts showing big respect to me, and I'm not getting respect at home. He's not, he's not saying that's happening. <laughs> he's saying that's the story that we often hear. And maybe you've heard that same story and felt crushed. And the challenge with it, it's a perception that often isn't even caught at first. Like even the person receiving the accolades, and whether it's a man that's feeling respected or whether it's a woman that's feeling and receiving the love that she desires so much to get at home, and all of a sudden she's getting it at the office. And when we're talking love, we're talking things like a listening ear. So if you're at the office and you're a woman and you're talking about the problems you have, whether it be with family or health or your husband or whatever, and there's a gentleman that's listening very intently, very carefully, and responding nicely to you, Mm -hmm. there becomes an emotional attachment that becomes, and it's the same with the respect, becomes an emotional affair where you actually like spending time with them more than you like spending time with your partner. Right. And then that can spawn into a sexual affair. Right. And whether it leads to a sexual affair or not, the risk is that you're giving away your affections. You're giving away your heart. So the question and the thing that we've learned to do over the course of, well, the last 30 odd years have been pretty awesome. The first nine weren't so great. So we didn't do a good job of protecting it the first nine. And yet it's been to learn to guard our heart because at the same time, we're protecting our spouse and ourselves in that process. You know what I just thought of? No. When you guard your heart, you guard your spouse. Mm -hmm. When you guard your spouse, you guard your house because you don't want to have to sell your house because your relationship broke up. No, it's awful. And so we are honored to be your advocates as we're moving forward together in life and relationships too. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.